Oh boy. <laughs> okay, and again, as always, a big hello to everyone who's joining us today on the Swarm Unplugged podcast. I am so, so happy to have you. And uh, by the way, you're driving our numbers up, so keep commenting on each of these podcasts because it's really making a difference. Uh, today, we're going to take a little twist in what we do. We're talking to a true expert in the area of cybersecurity, and he's someone that everybody in the group should know, and uh, I know everybody in one city in this country knows for sure. But that being said, we want to talk about something that will uh, kind of a, a series, let's just say a five ways to really protect your rear in the cyber world. Uh, we're all kind of, uh, we're all newbies in, the, in our own way. And uh, even you've been in two years, three years, whatever, five years, you still sometimes get bit. And what we want to do is we don't want to have any, anything bite you right now. And our guest today, Philip Ross, is going to talk just about that and his own personal experience. So let's welcome Philip Ross to today's episode of Make Your Pitch. Philip, welcome, my friend. Hey, hey there, Chris. Like, so five ways, you know, like that I would basically do to, you know, like protect my butt. So um, one, I'd definitely be writing my seed phrase as quick as I could on a piece of paper. Yeah, before you go any further, I want you to tell your personal story. What happened okay. to you? Let's go you with know, my personal story. Because you got, you got messed around really good. <laughs> okay, so... I was, I was basically trying to, you know, join a hackathon through Ethereum. Like they had this ETH global thing anyways. And, uh, you know, I was trying just to make a, a few ETH or something and on the side, and I was doing exchange on my wallet. Now I was using my second wallet, not my first one, but they were still tied together. And I didn't, I didn't fully understand how the hacker could still do that, but this is how it happened. I, I was, so I, I got on, I got ready to, you know, exchange. I didn't have enough to exchange on, on the second wallet. So I went to exchange from the first wallet to the second wallet. And when I did that, I didn't realize that I clicked on a phishing scam site. And when that happened, I got asked for my key, my seed phrase. And of course, like I put it in like somebody that was unexperienced and not knowing all this. And as soon as I did, like I thought that the, the person could only take, you know, the $50, you know, plus what I was using to exchange, you know, out of my wallet. No, they took from my, my Ethereum wallet, they took two, two Ethereum. And at the time, I believe that was when it shot up to about uh, $1,600 $1, each. Um, and he, he put it in a die. I chased him for about, I don't know, almost a full day. And, uh, you know, like through ether scan and through other means that I know ways of. And, uh, as I did this trail, my friend finally looked over me and he's like, you just need to stop. You know, we just need to take his loss. And, um, so, I finally stopped. I asked somebody for help with the dev team, you know, just to understand a little bit more, you know, of the, of the action, even though I knew deep down inside what happened, I still wanted to understand and learn a little bit more. 
so that way I can help, you know, others through this kind of frustration or something. If it happens to them, I don't want it to happen. You know? And I don't want anybody to be scared on here either, you know, that they can't just, you know, go in, go into the checking out their MetaMask and whatnot. We just want to make sure that you're, you're very secure. And um, anyways, though, so I lost that to you, long story short. And uh, so I found, I figured out, though, before I go into the five things that the guy basically funneled almost 100K, you know, through that night and through those funds. And I was probably in place. Yeah, like, but anyways, five ways I would save somebody's <laughs> rear end ass. Uh, I would basically save their butt by one. If you're going to, you know, co copy your message and put it into a text message or something else, do not do that, please. Like grab a piece of paper as soon as you can. Write those, write those, uh, the, your seed phrase down. You know, write yourself a note. Put it on a new binder, put it on a piece of paper until you get that new binder. You know, just do that instantly first, you know. Um, that way, just in case, like, you know, it's just a very safe precaution. Two, always check, you know, what you're clicking on. You know, do not click on, you know, if it doesn't say app dot, you know, uniswap.org or app dot, you know, bees dot social well then you're in the wrong exchange you know if it says dot com or something else you know other than don't don't click in there and if you have if you if you're worried about it get a hold of one of us you know and we'll clearly look at the site and you know like tell you if this is real or not you know you it, it's pretty easy to tell like once once you've been in it though it's not at first because you know like i had my experience it was not at first and I was really beating myself up over it because, you know, um, it wasn't just my funds. It was a friend of my funds, too, like half and half. We we're trying to get to one Ethereum each and then just let that grow, you know, even though we already had some of our, our investment, you know, that we already, you know, I've already placed, you know, inside of Social. But please, um, three, let me think here. Uh, I would double up on your password or make it a phrase like, uh, you know, hey, I lost my keys. Uh, you know, I, I love my husband, whatever, with a hashtag or, you know, some kind of character, you know, and basically so it's long enough. But it's it. And if you need to double that up, you know, double it up. But or if it's something that you use regularly, double it up. But make sure there's a character and a number in there, you know, and when you double it up, it makes it easier because you always remember that one password, you know, and usually that that password is probably, you know, close to 10, 11 characters or seven, eight. You still double that up and look, you're just already more secure. And then, you know, let me see, four, I would basically, um, for four, I would just be safe on the internet. When, when you're using your internet, if, if you don't, if you don't want to lose any of your funds, unpin your MetaMask. That's a very good thing to do. It doesn't hurt to take, you know, a, a good five minutes to, you know, pin back on that MetaMask because, you know, when you want to, you know, check your funds and stuff like that or get on there in general, you know, like you don't, you don't really need it pinned on there though, you know, so that's a safe way to keep your, yourself safe while you're searching around on the internet. Then, you know, like even if, 
somebody asks for your seed phrase, you're, you're, you can't, they can't because like you don't have MetaMask even popping up anyway. It won't even ask you for your password. So there's no way that they can even get in there. And then last, I would say like, if you're in that very touchy, you know, predicament where things are getting already to that nasty point, just, you know, like get a hold of somebody or basically just remember everything that I've just said, you know, like don't, you know, write the password down, you know, like keep things, keep things down, hidden, like in a box or somewhere, unpin your MetaMask, you know, uh, keep, if you need to get a hard hardware wallet, you know, for later on, if you're dealing with large amounts of funds, get a hard hard uh, storage wallet. You know, it doesn't hurt to pay a little bit extra for that hardware extra storage wallet. And we'll get something out there for you guys so that way it makes it easier to understand because those can be a little bit confusing when it comes down to, you know, setting them up yourself. Um, but, you know, like other than that, if you're browsing around, you know, use a VPN too. You know, like if you don't feel like you're, if you're doing something that you feel like you shouldn't be doing, don't do it. That's the probably the best five things I can basically say that, you know, to save your ass. Like, thank you. <laughs> well, those, those are, those are pretty important things to say the least, but I got a couple of questions. Just, uh, Let's assume, uh, of course, it's not assume in this case, but let's assume I'm really, really a newbie. All right. How many places am I going to find a, that I have to use or be worried about a seed phrase? Uh, is it this wallet or is it where or what? Uh, where? How many different seed phrases I'm going to have to worry about? You only have to worry about one, you know, unless you set up a second wallet. If you set up a second wallet, you'd have to worry about two. But okay. as I noticed though, real quick, is that if you're if you're you're making a wallet off from your first wallet, your MetaMask, even though it has a different um, a different sending address to it, it's still attached to that first one, and that's something that people should understand. You know, so the seed phrase would be the same. Okay. Now, if, if, I, if I make a mistake or something and I want to check on it, I hear all this about EtherScan and you can check to see your last transaction. How do I get to that? How do I find myself? Okay, so when you when you expand your settings, let me see here. So if it's on a phone, it's different, you know, but if it's on a computer, I would expand settings, you know, expand view, and then you can click on... Uh, like your transactions. And then when you click on your last transaction, you can basically, or you can put, you can type in EtherScan and then copy your, your sending address and then put it in there and see all your transactions. What's my sending and address? What did, where, sending, did I, where did I find my sending so address? How you would find your sending address and I'll, I'll run through the steps right now is you go to your MetaMask, I always click out, I always put my biometrics on my, my phone, you know, settings, just because I like that layer of security. That's just me personally. And then how I would was I click on the, the left top three things that drop down. I go to transaction history and then I would go, oh, okay, well, I sent myself some seeds here. Let me see here. Okay. So 
and then I, I would go and then it opens up another another little browser thing and it says view on etherscan and then i'd view the transaction on etherscan i see see that it was one day 17 hours ago it i already know about the contract because i know what i did and then it shows what the transaction fees were of course, okay. for, and how many seats i used okay can you uh, can you share an etherscan screen um yeah let me see here uh sorry let me put one up um because I may, I may uh, think, well, geez, uh, what if some something happens to my wallet? Uh, uh, it, have I lost everything because I can't get into my wallet, or can I find it and restore it on EtherScan? You can. No, you wouldn't be able to find it on EtherScan your your wallet. You would have to have access to your wallet to be able to do that. Okay. Um, so the so, truth is, if I if I lose the the uh, the keys to the kingdom, I am uh, I'm I'm in deep doo doo, huh? No, no way. Um, no, I don't think you are. Like, okay, so if I were to share my screen, let me, let me see here. So I'm trying to do all this. Let me see where you're at here, and then share screen. Okay, and I'm on. You're right here. Can we see? Can you see what I'm doing here? You're in good shape. Go right ahead. Okay. Okay. So if I'm gonna drop down on MetaMask here, um, usually what I try to do, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna move this out of the way real quick, Chris. So what I would do right here is click on these three little dots right here. I go expand view. I because I always like to see things a little bit bigger, and then I would go to activity. I would go to where I staked some seeds the other day. And then basically I would click on view on EtherScan. It's this little arrow right here that says view on EtherScan. And then I would see what the transaction is, the transaction hash, it was a success. You know, I mean, what block, you know, how much it cost me in fuel, what the fuel was, after, what the gas price was at the time. And, you know, I mean, how many seeds I put in, of course. But that's how I would go about, you know, in my MetaMask, you know, looking, you know, and you can go through here even, you know, like, you know, if you want to see, you know, the gas, you know, you can look at these, but I suggest not to. I suggest just to go to this little arrow right here, you know, and, and see how this says contract interaction failed. Um, let me see here. You can go like this. You can click on these three arrows. Uh, let me see here if I'm doing this right. No, no. Click on your, your icon. My bad. The little uh, colored icon. You go to settings. You go to advance. And Richie has shown this to us a few times. Um, and reset account. And then reset. And it will get rid of those past transactions that were failures anyway. If you, if you just want them out of the way. Right. You know. But um. Yeah, no, nobody's going to be seeing this unless they have my send to address. You know, they're not going to know who I am or where I'm from, you know, what I mean, like or anything else like that. And how you do that is basically you would click on MetaMask right here. You would go um, you know, when you're let me see here. I want to do this right. So. No. 
assets. So if I was receiving, I think I'm in the wrong setting here. What am I having a problem today? So, oh, right here. This, uh, this is your, right here. See how it says copy to clipboard? Your yeah. account address right here. You yeah. copy to clipboard. You know, what I mean, you can, you can, what I like to usually do sometimes is create, oh, let, let me create a new sticky note here and get this guy down. Let's see here. So, what I like to do is just throw, that in there and then what i'd usually do is i would take and make sure that that was my my address you know again i would i would go through like a transaction so i would go through the last transaction i view on ether scan let me think here and here right here to the two address right here i would look at this one let's bring that note back up and I'd basically make sure that all of these, I copy this and I make sure, and another little quick little tip, control V is actually how you paste, you know, really quick. And then I would just look at it and just because, you know, it's a capital D, it's the same address. You know what I mean? It's the same full address right there. You know what I mean? There's just small Bs instead of big Bs. But yeah, it's the same thing. That's how I would look at it personally um, if I'm going to be looking at my ether scan. Okay, or now I would go ahead. Okay. Or I would copy this address if I want to see, you know, if say I want to see on ether scan itself. Let's just go ether scan. And let's just go, okay, now we're in just the site itself. I copied that, you know, to my, my clipboard because it's only a sending address that nobody can ever use this, that address, your sending address to, to take from you. They, you, they would have to have your private keys, your private address, address, which is a full different address. I'm not going to show that transaction on here because, you know, like I, I'm only going to show the good. So anyway, uh, I would paste that in here and I'd, I browse and I look at all my transactions that I've done, you know, over the period of time and all my transfers. I see, I'd make sure things were correct or not, you know, but um, that's how I would look at, you know, what I did, you know, in these, you know, the last whatever, you know, however many times, however long it has been. Look, I have 305 transactions since I've started. I can see what ERC tokens I hold and when I've held them. You know what I mean? And ERC-21 tokens, these are usually related to like crypto kitties and uh, NFTs. Okay. Well, I'm still, I'm still um, back in the, uh, back in the olden days here. You know, I've got, uh, I've got a MetaMask. Now, if I copy and save my MetaMask address uh, that, of course, you've been using here, and I, I paste it anywhere I want to. I could put it on a notepad and then save it or something because nobody can hurt me if they have it, right? Not that, with the sending address, no. Not no, with this address right that, here. If I lost my keys to my MetaMask, could I retrieve it just from the send address? Or is it impossible um, to retrieve at all? You would have to need your seed phrase. 
you would need your seed rated or your password as long as as long as it's pinned up here your metamask is pinned see because let's let's go through the pinning step real quick like what what how to be safe real quick watch this if i i were to basically take and unpin my metamask right now even by accident you know like oops uh, let me see here have to remove from chrome right here unpin so i would unpin now if i try to go on app.bees.social you know like i couldn't connect look i i can't connect on here like uh it shows it shows all this stuff going on but I don't, if i were to refresh the screen because it, it was going off from the last thing yeah it remembered you there yeah it still remembers me um I'd have to, I'd have to get out of this all the way. Like ooh. that's all right. I get it. I, I understand. Yeah. But the, but, yeah. uh, but it's just uh, not what I'm trying to do in playing in playing dumb here, of course, uh, is try to emphasize the fact that uh, there's only one way to get it back into your wallet. It's not through the send address. It's not through this or that. You've got to have your keys. Period. Yeah. Period. You have to have your seed phrase or your password as it's pinned on there. Right. You know, I, I have mine, you know, I mean, written down in a, in a binder, you know, in, in my computer bag and nobody's getting hold of that. <laughs> well, you get, of course, uh, uh, Dan Harris and I have had discussions about, okay, well, uh, you know, if, if I'm not here anymore, uh, how does anybody know how to find what I have? Well, you have to also have a plan, don't you? Let's say you get yeah. into an accident. We're, we're not guaranteed even next day. I don't know if I'm going to be alive at 4.30 this afternoon, right? Do you have a, people need to have a plan about, you know, who are they going to say, who are they going to give this to in order to be able to get into it and to enjoy the fruits of your labor if you're no longer with us? So well, I think you, with your loved and trust one and whoever in your family, you know, daughter, brother, sister, whoever it's going to be, you know, you, you make sure that, you know, you, you get them that address, that, that seed phrase, you know, like that way they have it, a copy of it, you know, like send it to them in the mail. Like, well, no, don't do that. Don't take that back. <laughs> Give it to them in person or have them come, you know, put it in a place in your house where, you know, they will know and and give them that information. I left you a special, you know, gift, you know, with a password on it, you know, like, you know, like basically if something happens to them, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if it ever does, it's right here for you. Well, we're, we're all working toward, uh, you know, certainly uh, not only benefiting others, but also accumulating something that is of uh, lasting value. Uh, we call it what a generational wealth, right? And yes. so that being said, we we have an obligation not only to protect it ourselves, but in my opinion, also to be ready uh, when it's time to pass it on and not lose it. How many how many billions of dollars have been lost in Bitcoin because no one knew how to find what the guy had? A lot, actually. There there have been parties where people have gone to and been giving. And nowadays, there would be millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin for free because it was only, you know, at, you know, what, like pennies or something like that. Yeah. It wasn't even that much at the time, but they'd hold these conventions and be giving out these wallets and stuff to 
all these people and they, they lost them all over the place. So all that Bitcoin will never be restored or recovered ever mm-hmm. again. And it's just sitting there, you know what I mean? Never to be found. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, a, 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 a friend of ours here on the, uh, in the community had uh, mined $150 worth or excuse me, 150 coins on an old computer back when you can mine it, you know, on your laptop, not like it is now, of course. I've mined recently. Like I won't do it again. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, I guess you still can then in that case. Yeah, you still can. But that being said, he had done it. And of course it was pretty much just kind of sitting there because it wasn't doing anything. Bitcoin for a while was just, you know, joke, you know, to everybody. And so, yeah. but he lost the, uh, computer didn't lose it but uh, upgraded and the computer went by the the uh, went to the graveyard and and 150 150 uh, bitcoin times you know forty thousand dollars is gone <laughs> so gosh see like you would have to literally like grab your that hard drive if you ever found it say and you would have to throw it into one of those external hard drive covers and then you could pull through the files, you could find it, but that would be difficult. You know, I mean, it's still, you'd have to have some, a pro be able to help you out. Like, but you, you could find it. It would take some time, yeah. but, and, and some finesse, but it, it couldn't be recovered. But the same thing, same thing uh, certainly is for all of our folks in the uh, community and the folks that are in the community that are dealing in crypto. Uh, this is important that you know that you can't, you could lose everything you've worked hard for here and all the gains yeah. you've made can be lost in a, in the blink of an eye. If you don't know how to protect it, as Philip is telling you here to take care of, take the take your own responsibility for what you're doing here and take your own responsibility for passing it on. If that's what you want to do, if you don't care what happens after you're gone, then don't worry about it. If you'd like to pass on hundred thousand, 200,000, a million dollars, then maybe you ought to give us some thought. Yeah, That's what I, I think. Totally what do you think, agree. Philip? <laughs> I totally agree with you, Chris. I totally agree. You know, like pass that on, you know, to your family member or take it with you to the grave, you know, like yeah. save your butt. <laughs> Just take but it. like another thing is also, you know, biometrics does not, it, it, it helps too. You know, like it really helps. And that's why I can't wait till later on, but we can talk about that later on. Okay, well, that's, that's another discussion that we can have right here on uh, the Swarm Unplugged. Okay, good. Philip, thank you for joining us uh, again here, and to especially today, because this knowledge is really, really valuable. I don't care who you are. You need to know it, and if you don't know it, you need to practice it. That's as simple as that. Anything you'd like to say before we close out, Philip? No, just um, please don't get too scared. I'm not trying to scare you people at all i'm just trying to share you with you the experience that i have been through and how it does affect you when all of a sudden you do lose that mountain we just don't want anybody to go through that ever again you know like and if i could help somebody not go through that again like i'm gonna speak it so thank you for having me. oh and we is so much appreciated Phil. thanks for being a, a guest today on uh, the uh, swarm unplugged uh, you know, it's, it is really interesting, isn't it, folks? I, there is so much to learn, but the most important thing to learn first is protect yourself. And it's, Philip also says, don't, don't be scared by it. Just learn the rules of the road 
so that you can uh, walk, travel down it without hitting the potholes and completely tearing up your car. So that's what we're all about here in uh, the Swarm Unplugged today. And I'm happy you were able to join us to learn more about your crypto future and protecting what is in the future for you. I'm Christopher Knight, and always remember to listen, learn, and give. <laughs>